this. This is fantastic. Uh, Oops. I'm talking to myself. Sorry. We got a lot of... I think this update's going to be fun. <laughs> okay. Sounds, uh, sounds like it better be fun the way yeah, he said that. I'm going to run upstairs for a moment. Oh no! But whatever, wherever he is, he's in a hurry. Yeah, let's get her, get her down there. <laughs> we are live. We are live. Hello, town council people that are eavesdropping. On what? I don't know. Are you feeling it today? Uh, feeling it. <clears throat> Joe. Hello. Where Joe? Should pretend we started without him. Yeah. Fratelloni's a sucker. Nope, no ace anymore. I know he's hardware and garden stars. Oh my god, at least he turned the heat up to about a thousand degrees in here, too. Yeah, you can't beat that. <clears throat> I'm just gonna see what the inside of my eyes look like. What do we got? <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> Told you. Request where, where's Joe? I said, I don't know. Wherever he is, he's in a goddamn hurry. You got her. <laughs> Joe, you're gonna have frat. Eco and golf show. Kenny. Kenny. Oh God. Look at that Kenny. Moron. Look Alan. at that moron. Alan. Alan. Kenny. Alan. 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 We're live. So we're doing scoot over live. Get today. a drone and fly it into this. Cubicle where he is and blow up the TV. 
And I also <laughs> need a maple grove out of you today. Watching uh, Jim Gaffigan. He is funny. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He's got 20 minutes of horse jokes. They're just so stupid. Rook. You ever notice horseshoes are lucky for everybody except the horse? <laughs> what do I got? Reed? I need a Masonic uh, Charities out of you. Got it. John. I don't really have fresh copy for Maple Grove. I've got dated I'll copy. classify that under not my problem. Um, I don't know if I should talk about the sale or not. John, could you also do air mechanical today, please? Surely, surely. Call me Shirley. Air mechanical. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Uh. Oh. <coughs> Boy. McLaren and Matthew are buying this. Uh, what is it called? Car tutoring oh. business. Oh, and it's in the Marvy building on St. Clair. That's the old uh, barber shop. Dude. Yeah, they're really great. They're really nice people. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores going into business together. Fratelloni's Hardware yeah. and Garden Stores. Joe, I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware oh. and Garden Stores. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday, gentlemen. No, don't don't start yet. Um, who else did you say? I need. Well, we're doing Schoonover Live today, correct? Right. And then I also need Maple Grove out of you. Oh, that's it. Okay. All right, go ahead. Sorry, Joe. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one thousand twenty-two. Wow, is that right? Is that right? Sure. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh man. What was yesterday? I thought yesterday was 20. Man, you almost needed a minute oh, or two. Oh, yesterday to get was ready. 21. Okay. Okay. Feb 16, 2023. <laughs> 60 degrees on this day in 1981 and 26 below on this day in 1936. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Huh? You just said it was February 23rd, but you said that. You said Thursday, February 23rd. Well, it's February not... 16th, 2023. Okay. Oh, maybe okay, I misunderstood right. the year and the day. I'm I confused. See. You know, I the, day, the date will be 2-23-2023. And now, from the mayor's office <laughs> above the boathouse, Sorry. that is my contribution for the it's day. It's Garage Logic Goodbye, Chris. with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, <laughs> Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and, of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. I have a Garage Logic bulletin. Okay. Uh, my man, Santa Bell Jim, sent me something and it struck home so urgently that I thought I would share it with you. And I predict, well, maybe with the exception of Rookie and Reavers, but I bet Kenny signs on and Height signs on. One thing nobody ever talks about being an adult is how much time you debate yourself on keeping a cardboard box because it's really, really a good box. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I do yeah. it all the time. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm guilty of that. Are you guilty, Reavers? 
I am only because of my two boys. Oh. I'll look at a box and think there's got to be a reason to keep this. Yeah. Look, mm-hmm. at this. look at how sturdy it's this a thing sturdy is. One. Yeah, you got a good one. You got a good one. That, <laughs> that is so true. That, that reminds me of the time uh, Pat and I were out in the old studio in Maplewood. Oh God! And there was a bunch of lumber on the floor, and I was eyeballing it. I was thinking to myself, "These are pretty good." pieces of wood what are these boards doing <laughs> that's here? exactly the word he was right he said that's the difference between you and me you like boards <laughs> <laughs> boards oh okay well i like a good cardboard box did, what other piece of lumber did he also refer to as why, why i need a board oh he's always talking about grain boards oh yeah, yeah. yeah. no grain doors no, he boards. calls no he calls them grain doors well because they're an old door that used to be on the back of a truck. Yeah, I'm assuming is. that's what he's, yeah. Do you recall Joe, our Garage Logic correspondent, who's been updating us regarding a variety of episodes with his across the street euphorian neighbors? Sure. Yes. And when we concluded episode three, which came in very early this month, we learned that uh, uh, I'll, I'll try to update you on three. Uh, I have a truck, and I know that Kenny is going to ask, but it's a Toyota Tundra. This is for episode three. Okay. Yes, yeah. it is a Toyota because they are the only non-government car company left. But the Mysterians texted me. They couldn't even call me to borrow my truck so they can go buy a new snowblower. I asked them what kind, and, of course, they said electric. I asked them uh, if if why they couldn't use their own van, and they told me that it's easier to borrow my truck than take the seats out of their van. This is from episode three. Okay. I couldn't believe the laziness, so I told them that I don't allow electrical-powered equipment in my truck, (laughs) and if they would be buying a gas-powered one, I would. (laughs) And what he wanted to know in episode three, okay, they did go out and bought a new electric snowblower, which didn't get through the first snowfall. The Mysterian now asked if he could borrow my truck because they are going to get a different snowblower because the electric one didn't have enough power. So my question is, should I allow them? I don't want to, but at least he's going to get a gas-powered piece of equipment. How should I handle this? Since you helped start this, I think you should be an active member. Plus, I might get a few more laughs. And I think what we did is we not only encouraged him to let them borrow his truck. Yeah, yeah. We encouraged him to go along. Oh, yeah, the material would just be, yeah. All right, now here we go. Okay, this this guy's got a brass neck, man. He is is awesome. (laughs) Good afternoon. I hope that you and the band of Lost Misfits are doing well. I wanted to let you know how the shopping trip went with the Mysterian neighbor to buy his new gas-guzzling snowblower after his electric snowblower didn't have enough power. After listening to your suggestion about offering to go with my Mysterian neighbor instead of simply borrowing my truck to him, Come on, man, it's lending. I thought to myself, well, this will be interesting. But I called him up anyways and told him, hey, dummy, how about this? I don't like to borrow my truck to others, but I'm happy to go with you if you want. I haven't talked to you in a while. I wanted to see if I could settle him down as I am known to push his buttons. Before I start with the story, I want to make it clear that 
There will not be any conversion with this guy. They drank the punch. Heck, they have a swimming pool full of it with lawn chairs and tiki torches. <laughs> For example, my wife told me the other day that the neighbor's wife was in the Star Tribune paper. I said, no way, but there she was standing six feet apart with a couple of other neighborhood mysterians promoting a new county crisis center. What really got me laughing is that they had to make sure that they were at least six feet apart for the picture. The actual trip was not that enlightening. I picked him up and asked him where he wanted to go, which was the local Menards. I suggested Fratelloni Hardware because you could get a better quality snowblower for a fair price. But we went to Menards and he bought the cheapest snowblower that he could find. <laughs> I am sure that there is a link here somewhere, but I will need to think about it more. I don't understand it as money does not seem to be a problem with them. He is a big wig with Ecolab. So I know that there is plenty of income. Plus, they have service vans over there all the time, and their kids are signed up for every activity imaginable. I'll try to draw another picture. Every summer, he goes through at least a handful of extension cords while he is mowing. Uh, here, is the, uh, here is their usual mowing routine. On May 1st, the wife will put up a lawn sign for No Mow May. Then on April 1st, he will come out with his electric mower and spend the next six hours trying to cut the extra long grass. Every time he starts the farthest away from his house, so he has to move the extension cord for the lawnmower. Instead of working from the house out, he does it backwards every time. Therefore, he is consistently running over his extension cord. It is one of the funniest things to watch between him running over the cord and he has to continually stop to unclog the mower. I've never seen a lawnmower get clogged because of grass. Another story is I brought my family camping out in the Black Hills last summer using our extremely worn out pop-up camper. While I was loading up the camper, he came over and asked me if we were going camping. <laughs> You're not here for the camping, are you? He said, he, said, he said that he loved camping. Oh. So I asked where they went. He explained that a few years ago he rented a full-size RV to go out to the Black Hills and that it was his first and only time camping. Oh. All right. Maybe That's, Kenny can jump in with his, his yeah. advice, but I told him that was not camping. No, no. If you don't have to go outside to pee, it ain't camping. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But I digress as I can tell stories all day. I learned a few things about the Mysterian way of life. We talked and I asked questions and I let him do all the talking. It was quite interesting trying to phrase the questions in a way that he would not be offended or tip off. I was doing some GL research. <laughs> I learned or verified a few theories that I had brewing. First, it is truly a religion that they believe uh, for both racism and the environment, which is why logic does not work with them. It would be similar to someone telling us that Jesus and God are not real. So we have been coming at it from the wrong direction. Now that I truly understand that it is a religion, it makes complete sense. Why Mysterians fight so hard and refuse to look at logic and reasoning and cannot even have a civil conversation. Second, he asked if I could turn off a book on tape I had been playing because it disagreed with his beliefs. Oh, I have the book playing on purpose because I was curious if he would say anything, which he did, just like I was fishing. I told him that I had to try to listen to... Uh, 
I told him that I try to listen to arguments on both sides because I have found the answer is usually somewhere in the middle. Yeah. He told me that it was just fake news and that they don't listen to anything that disagrees with facts. But we need to remember that it's a religion and it makes sense. So Mysterians don't want their eyes open. They live in the moment without thinking about the past or future. So you are completely correct that they cannot link because they look at everything separately. Finally, and most shocking is that most Mysterians do care about people. So before you call me a crackpot, let me explain. Mysterians do like people, but they do not like individuals. Oh, right. What they want is all people to act the same. It is the idea if everyone would simply act like us, there wouldn't be any issues and the world would be perfect. They just want everyone to be robots, and they hate people who question the norm, hence why socialism is so attractive to them. I'm sorry about the extremely long email, but I was wondering if I could ask you for a favor or two. I am wondering if you can explain the Duluth Foghorn. My two daughters are starting to listen to GL, and I was having a hard time explaining that to them. Explaining that to them. My other question is, how have you seen the news change in your career? I've always wanted to ask you that question because of your experience in that field. Thanks again for everything. I'm happy to drop an email whenever the Mysterian neighbors do something stupid or at least funny. However, it would least at least be a good laugh, Joe. Boy, I think he came up with some real GL research there. Yeah, <laughs> undercover. The uh, the foghorn, you know, is used for uh, words that are used incorrectly, and is used for uh, names that aren't really names. And the Duluth double is merely just for the doozies in right. that category. Mm -hmm. You know, the real doozies. And his other question. How has the news changed? We we could do a week on that, so I won't even attempt to answer that. But to answer briefly, yes, it has changed dramatically. But by by news, I think he means the coverage of it. The news hasn't changed; the coverage of it has changed. Well, give me an an example. Well, I never I when I was at the height of my newspaper career, I never thought of the newspaper having a side that it would take. I, I I was very comfortable with the idea that I was pretty much surrounded by objective people mm -hmm. uh, from all walks of life. And now I don't think it's that way. I think that the newspapers are united, however unwritten, however unconsciously, in an agenda, which is an extremely leftist agenda and uh, we're poorly served by it i wonder if uh, during the job interviews if that comes up uh, the political views of the pr prospective employee yeah. i would bet not well it's illegal i would bet not in the first place isn't it i'm not sure the poor old papers still have a job interview process may i ask a question mm -hmm. you uh mentioned the height of your newspaper career as if it was in past tense. Um, where you where would you high? put it these days? Are you riding high now? You're still riding high. No, I meant when I, that's what I did full time. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Gotcha. The where, tide is out, Chris. Where the, is it? I don't the know. The water has it hit the high mark and it's now ebbing. <laughs> no. I don't he's, even know where the paper is. He's come off the mountain and he's well down into the valley. <laughs> You know what I read oh. about the Tribune, and I've said this about the Star Tribune many times. I hope you employees of Star Tribune get down on your knees every day. Of course, that would be religious. 
and say a prayer that Glenn Taylor owns you. Do you know that I read this statistic? Where did I read it? Well, they just hired a new... Oh, I was reading it in the story of hiring a new publisher. Yeah, that's what it was. And the Star Tribune has the highest single paper sales of any newspaper in the country. You're kidding me. Wow. In this country. It's got to be due to distribution. Mm -hmm. Their distribution is so fantastic. You can pick that today's paper up anywhere in the state of Minnesota. that print and online? No, this was there was a careful distinction between this being print only. Wow. As opposed to online. That's impressive. I've never had anything against your paper. I absolutely love it. But I couldn't get it in South Minneapolis. No, it's an old, old war. It's just uh, one that I quit fighting 40 years ago. I understand. I think it should just do away with distribution and just become an online platform. Oh, shut up, Reavers. I'm serious. Joe, he's casting it. No, I'm I'm really not. I think it would do it. I think it would do it a great service if it was. No, well, no, not for me. No, I, no. I'm, I'm going to uh, cling to the printed paper till, yeah. till my last. Well, it's adopted rookie's philosophy. I sw- a six block radius. Right. I switched as you, as you guys all know. I, I now am an online guy, and I love. Well, it, you're Joe. a communist. I I'm not a communist, but I, and I'm almost as old as you. Not really, oh, yeah. but so I've been used to paper all my life too. But now the online thing is just—it's well, so handy. I, I was—I'm just sharing to show how magnanimous I can be. You know, that's a five-dollar <laughs> word. I'm just sharing that good news about the Star Tribune. I'm—I'm I'm happy for them. That's that amazing. Is, yeah. yeah. Now, okay. when they say any paper in the country, we're throwing in the Post, the New York Times, the L.A. Times, the big ones. That's a, it is amazing. It does, really is. Does the Star Tribune have outstate printing presses? Not to I my mean, knowledge. Could there be a chance that they're printing some up in Bemidji or Duluth? I don't think so. I All don't right. think so. All right. They must want to have one hell of a good fleet of trucks. Yeah. Soon to become electric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine. Uh, oh. I'm going to um, imagine the golf the, show. Wait, wait a second. The one thing our guy didn't um, tell us is what was the book on tape he was oh, listening he to. Yeah, he didn't tell us. And that. I could do 10 minutes on the fact that he asked, the guy asked him to turn that off because it didn't coincide or whatever with his political beliefs. So do you, are you allowed to tell the owner of the truck who's doing you a favor and driving your sorry ass to Menards to pick up a cheap POS to turn the radio or whatever you're listening to off? You should be gracious exactly. and sit there and shut up, and well, maybe you might learn something about the other side. It's a great question. My answer to that would be is how well I know the person. The more I know him, the more I'm telling him to shut the damn thing off. Right. Well, yeah, that's with us, but yeah. it, it sounds like they don't know each other. <laughs> no, very I don't well. think that Mysterian. I thought he was being terribly uncharitable there, yeah. terribly ungracious. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's, that's not something... your business, pal. No, no. I'm giving you a ride so you can buy your $98 gas powered snowblower. One time, speaking of how you treat us, I ejected <laughs> I a chain. I treat you people very well. Um, you people, yeah. you, you people. people, yeah, you people. <laughs> uh, I riding in a buddy's car going through the tunnel, I so objected to what he was listening to that I ejected the tape and threw it out the window. That's fine. <laughs> funny. That's fine. Yeah. I have no. his book on tape. Whenever you'd like it. Yeah. Good afternoon and welcome to Author's <laughs> Corner on Garage Logic. 
this afternoon in the corner, we have number one New York Times bestselling phenomenon, Vince Flynn. Mitch Rapp. What will happen to him this time? This author's corner includes excerpts from a very professional announcer who is available to fill the audiobook with Vince Flynn. Joe. Oh. No sound effects on that one? No, I, I wanted to do it straight. I got it. I wanted to be professional. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, get ready for your first round of the 2023 Minnesota golf season. The 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show is uh, fast approaching a week from tomorrow at the Minneapolis Convention Center, Friday, Feb 24 through Sunday, Feb 26. You know the drill, all the great stuff, all the great deals will be there. Score North will be there. Podcast will be there. Lessons, uh, all the news from your favorite golf resorts. Uh, take a chance to win a big pile of money with a long putt contest uh, courtesy of Nelson Marine. But here's the best part. You go online to minnesotagolfshow.com and you buy a ticket for $12. And you also, for that, you not only get admission to the golf show, you're going to get 14 free Woo! rounds from twincitiesgolf.com. Now, here's what I want to know. Check it out. I'll, Okay, so let's say me and my brother each do this. Okay. Can I? Am I eligible to get it? Can I buy of a course. ticket twelve dollars? Of course. Would that Hell be some yeah. sort of conflict? No, you no, can not do at all. That. Uh-uh. Okay, I, I did it last year. So let's say I buy a ticket for twelve bucks, and my brother buys a t- ticket for twelve bucks. Yeah. Do we get the same fourteen courses? I would imagine. Well, even so. if we did, we could just play them at different times. For you guys total don't want to of, play together. Well, no, we could play them at play twelve, and and then be. Uh, of 28 rounds free with the two go online <laughs> and, and email Joe with any questions <laughs> and you can do that oh so uh presented by choice bank thanks in part to Nelson Marine waggle golf X golf Minnesota lift bridge brewing and your select Buick GMC dealers Yeah. What was I trying to say? I was so desperately trying. Do you remember the one we started the last, very last Flynn appearance? And Joe said, this is the worst sound effect you've ever made. <laughs> That's the one I was trying to find, but I couldn't remember what we called it. Because um, the last book was what? It Was, was it American <clears throat> Assassin? Yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, he died in 2013. Jesus. Wow. You know what that is? Ten years ago. Ten bleeping years ago. It'll be ten years in June. Wow. That was your very first tweet. It probably was. I don't like that tweeters. I know you don't. Hey, uh, Chris. Yes, I sir. just sent Mike oh, uh, yes. Thank you. a message asking if we could call now. Why don't you send it in a bottle? Or send a message to Michael. Backrack just done. Copy that. Boy, I went down the old Raquel Welch rabbit hole yesterday. You know what? I, I was completely wrong. Um, when I said she was in movies dancing a lot, I was thinking of Ann Margaret. Yeah, I didn't know what you meant. So what I just shut I up. Talking about I, why I didn't know, you? I, I rely on you to tell me to shut up. <laughs> well, I, you, you, you know. mistook her for Ann Margaret. No, I just in my mind, oh. I was, yeah, it, and it was all Ann Margaret, not. 
Rock you know, you can't eat. It's a tie between those two. Uh, it's 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 pointless to try to figure out which it's one pointless. is better. It's a tie <laughs> between Raquel Welsh and who? Yeah, they're both gorgeous. Oh, Anne Margaret. Margaret. How yeah. long ago did Anne Margaret die? I don't she's, know. She's still alive. She's still around. I thought she passed away. Well, according no. to you, she did. Who am I thinking of? You've killed Anne Margaret. Way to yeah, go. I'm thinking of Raquel Welch. <laughs> How the hell do you spell calendar? C A L E N D A R. Oh, we can go in here. Just Let's go. Right. Let's go. Anne's, uh, uh, Anne's, Anne's still alive in 81, Chris. Call, call Mike, uh, Chris. Is, are we doing it right now? Yeah. The mean Mike right now? Yes. <clears throat> you guys can still talk. I gotta get well, uh, I got, I thought hi, we were on hi, the air. Hi. 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 If you you the the air, you bottom? <clears throat> hi. Well, one screening. Let's talk one about baseball. Aunt Margaret was in the Cincinnati kid. Yeah. The kids got him. That's a great flick, isn't it? That's a great movie. I haven't seen hey, that Mike, in a long Reavers. time. How are you? The kids got him. Kids Pretty got good. Him. Are you ready to do this thing? I hated the ending. I wanted a kid to get him. Yeah. Actually, the, the ambiance of the shop would be sweet in the background. Uh, like an air gun right by the phone. Air gun? They got a, Kenny just made fun of me. You got an air gun there, don't you? <laughs> you got an air gun. I can get you an air gun. Yeah. They got I a mean, lot of them, Kenny, so shove it. You mean impact wrenches? <laughs> oh, I mean impact wrench. <laughs> My air gun shoots BBs. <laughs> Now Are we ready here? It's an air rifle. You guys suck. <laughs> I did, what do you mean, you guys? I didn't say anything. What do you mean, you people? Yeah, yeah. you people. Are we ready? No. Uh, feel free to participate in this, fellas. I don't well, want it ever to. Starts. Hey, how about this? A keen motorcyclist, Ann Margaret, rode a 500cc Triumph and a T100 Sea Tiger in the uh, film The Swinger. Oh, oh, remember that great shot of her on the motorcycle? I sure do. Hey, uh, hey. It was a screensaver for about 100 years on my computer. Do you guys remember this? <laughs> she broke three ribs. <laughs> she was throwing off a motorcycle. This guy wears many hats. Just not indoors. Are you recording? Joe yep. Suchere. Are we live? Okay, it's Can Positive it Thursday. It's brought to us by SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Mr. Mike Schoonover on the horn with us. Schoonover Body Works located in Shoreview, 1060 County E. Schoonie. Sounds like we have a couple of uh, new Play for Patrick events coming up in the calendar. Uh, it, one of them is just the tip of the hat, right? The White Caps are going to honor uh, Play for Patrick. Is that right, Mike? Yeah, this Saturday they're going to have a little game. Uh, I think they play the Buffalo Buttes at uh, 6 o'clock in Richfield. Okay. So, uh, and we're we're going to have a little table there, and we're going to share uh, everything that the foundation does. So it'll be kind of cool. Cool. And the other one. Well, the other one. So you guys know that um, uh, February is Heart Month, and uh, God, what holiday was just? What, what was that, Matthew? Valentine. Happy Valentine Day. <laughs> <laughs> Suck yeah, up. So, so I want to give a. I want the. I want the GLers to, to keep keep that uh, that Valentine's Day gift uh, giving going here the next week or so. So if GLers would think of their uh the youth in their world uh that are ages 14 to 24 and urge them to register for our next heart screening which is at medtronic in moundsview a week from saturday on february 25th 
Uh, it's open and it's free to all kids 14 to 24 years old. And uh, they can register at playforpatrick.org. And uh, grandkids, nieces, nephews, neighbors, friends, whatever. Yeah. Just urge these kids to fill this up because we're going to have uh, uh, the Mayo Clinic is going to be there again doing uh, their research on their uh, AI. And we're going to have all kinds of volunteers there to, to help these kids out. So we're looking forward to it. So a week from Saturday, we're going to be up at uh, Medtronic in Moundsview. Speaking of volunteers, how are you sitting with volunteers? Do you need any doctors, uh, anything? What do you need? Well, we can always use doctors and, and uh, echo technicians and uh, EKG techs. I think we're in good shape, but uh, I would rather have more than less and, uh, and give these folks a break because uh, we work those docks uh, from 9 o'clock in the morning until, you know, well after 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And, oh, boy. Uh, so, so the more the merrier because they're listening to kids' hearts and they're, they're talking to families and they're you know, explaining how the heart works and what kind of issues that they may have or may not have. But uh, anyway, we work them pretty hard. So the more the merrier, in my opinion. So meanwhile, I'm worried about I'm wondering if you have enough space available when you open up your your addition there. Are you going to be able to do a full body uh, ground up frame up restoration on that piece of crap Such bought uh, a couple of months ago? No, it we're not like... going to do a ground up. It's already had a ground up. We just have to do some adjustments, Kenny. But that includes taking the body off might, the frame, it right? Might, yeah, might. yeah. So ground up, you know, basically. We will have, hey, we'll have, we'll have plenty of room for it, and uh, we'll, we'll be able to take our time, and it'll be great. So, yeah, yeah we're looking forward to it. I am you, too. You got a roof on that thing yet? There's a roof. You know what? So crazy part about winter construction is right now they're building temporary doors and and insulating uh, temporary doors and doing all kinds of things just to warm up that space so that they can work. So, um, and then they're going to tear it all down. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that's the way it goes. You'll be charged <laughs> for that. Don't worry. <laughs> it's one day closer and, and we're making progress every day. So we can't wait. It's just going to be, it's just going to be a lot of fun. So GLers, anything you need related to auto repair, I mean, anything, glass service, body work, oil, tires, uh, whatever it may be, call up Schoonover Body Works and Glass. Uh, over 85 years strong. They've been in the Twin Cities, always rated as one of the uh, metro area's top shops. And of course, the official body shop of Garage Logic, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Thank you, Michael. Hey, thanks, guys. Have a great day. See you, thanks. Tony. Thanks. See you. Say, Steve Norenberg sent me some uh, something that he said we're unlikely to see today. Okay. And this is some old Cactus League spring training news. Hmm. That's the only thing that got your attention to away from the computer. I said, Cactus League in your head. Swung to attention. I was was, uh, marking down Mike Schoonover's time on our show. Uh, This is from the 70s, early 70s. And we learned that the Houston Colt 45s make their spring training home at Geronimo Park in Apache Junction. Wow. Probably, That's a lot to Probably absorb. wouldn't use that today. No. No. Because of wokeness. Well, wasn't the Colt 45's name outlawed because of that? Because then of... they went to the Astros. Right. Oh. That, that didn't gonna... play very well with anyone. Why couldn't it be, why couldn't they have been named after the beer instead of the gun? I don't know. Say, I've never uh <laughs> this comes up occasionally that we uh, we uh surpass frequent email levels and i think we have a new high now 
on GLers aligning themselves with us to believe that the word woke just doesn't do it. Yeah. And many, many people are weighing in. And uh, I continue. Uh, it helps us learn about the mystery. It helps us get a sharper definition of what we're up against. Uh, here's Maureen O'Hearn, who writes, I propose that woke be replaced with dark agers. The dark ages is a term for the early Middle Ages or occasionally the entire Middle Ages in Western Europe after the fall of the Western Roman Empire, characterized by economic, intellectual, and cultural decline. Well, she's on the right track. Okay. Uh, I say dark agers is the right track because she has captured the essence of this. There's nothing enlightened about these people. They're going backwards. So keep that in mind. Okay. So that was Marine. And here's Paul from, I think he's down in Texas, Deforians. 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 No, I think he would, I think he's combining Stobian and Euphorian. That's not mm. bad. Deforians. Here's Tom. Uh, I, here is a literature-based suggestion for a term to replace work. Why not go with dystopian? Think of the assorted traits of dystopian societies. The enforced equity of handicapped general, the condition brainwashed love and dependence on Big Brother in 1984, the coma-induced contentment with any status or class in life. That's it's that's what they are. They're dystopian. They're not exciting. They're not. They're not contributory. They're dystopian, and they're euphorian. So dysphorians. Is, uh, is a headline at this point. Uh, this guy, Joe Gigan, he went to chat GTP. GPT. Yesterday, what did I say? GTP. Chat GTP. Uh, yesterday, you were struggling with a word that might accurately replace woke. I asked chat GTP. What the opposite of woke is. What are you doing, Reverse? Chat GPT, not GTP. Well, whatever he wrote. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and, and he asked chat thing. What is the opposite? <laughs> chat thing. What is the opposite of being woke and instantly received a response? The term woke is often used to describe someone who was aware of social and political issues, especially those related to marginalized communities. As such, the opposite of being woke could be described as being unaware or ignorant or apathetic towards these issues. Uh, okay, that's Joe on Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, here's Jason with a million-dollar movie idea, and I found myself chuckling. Let's hear it. On uh, Wednesday, we're discussing the ridiculous new EV laws they are enacting even on Zambonis. When you mentioned that you won't be able to go to Wisconsin and bring back a Zamboni, I had a million-dollar idea for a movie. It would be similar to Smokey and the Bandit, but instead of smuggling Coors Deer east of the Mississippi, it would be about some guy smuggling a propane-powered Zamboni west of the St. Croix. Nice. The whole time being chased across the state of Minnesota by various bumbling deputies driving electric squads, which predictably break down or run out of battery with great comedic effect, allowing our heroes to repeatedly get away until the end of the movie when they are finally able to deliver the Zamboni to some ice arena in Evelizer War Road. It would be like a cross between Smokey and the Blues Brothers, a little Fargo mixed in. 
Someone call the Cohen brothers and see if they're interested. This could be the two th 2025 summer blockbuster. All I ask for is screen credit for the original idea and a small percentage of box office gross. P.S. If they want my gas-powered steel leaf blower, they'll have to steel leaf blower. They'll have to pry it out of my cold, dead hands. Jason from Invergrove Heights. I love that idea. Not bad, is it? Woke. Andrew writes. Zombified. Mm. Mm. Zombified. <laughs> Zombies are too popular. Benjamin, Joe, you almost had it when you stated these people want to go backwards. I think this guy's very close. They're the regressives. Regressives. The regressives. They pretend to be progressive, but always want to drag civilization backwards. Pre-industrial age, pre-air conditioning, pre-freedom of personal movement, even going so far as to rename things to earlier versions. Ben from Trimont. The regressives. That, that one's got my vote. That for me is the number one. All right, let's and let's keep that one over there. Uh, Dan writes me, I suggest the misenlightened. No, because they're not enlightened. See that? That presupposes that there's something enlightened about being woke. There isn't anything enlightened. Right. There isn't anything enlightened. The problem us. is they believe they're the most, are the, they're more enlightened than the rest of us. Well, we have some names that apply to that coming up. Uh, Howard writes, uh, I agree with you that while we all sit around the wood stove at the Knack Hardware and Lounge to discuss matters, we can use words like stupid, moronic, idiot, and the like to replace the word woke. Uh, those words are simple, efficient, easy, relatable, and immediately understood. However, the erudites won't breathe our air, so we need to meet them where they live. Right. I'm putting okay. forth the terms foolishly pious and ignorantly pious. No, because there's nothing pious about them. Pious would suggest a kind of reverence or fervency, and they don't have that. But they think they're pious. Right, but they're idiots, which is what we can say in the uh, NAC hardware and lounge, but we got to come to their level and come up with something. So far, regressive is leading. They're regressives. What is the act of being pious? What is that word? Is there such a word, piety? piety? Yes, so. of course. It's it, to me, uh, pious is uh, uh, to act uh, with uh, uh, religious reverence. He was a very pious fellow. He was meaning very, uh, very prayerful. Pope pious. Yes. Yeah. Which would yeah. be like you'd be saying it twice. Pope Pius was very pious. Uh, Bert, uh, like you, I found woke to be difficult and clumsy. Euphoria has served well, but in GL terms seems broader and in general usage more temporary. At first I was thinking new delusionists, but I suspect that just delusionists will do. Also a good band name. It is a good band name, the new delusionists. <laughs> so delusionists or regressive? Should I... Should, does delusionists make the final pile? Delusional regressives? Don't hey, you don't want to get it too complicated. Think right. how short woke is. Yeah, one word. Right. Now, uh, who's this? This is David Chanhassen, a sitting member of the GL Town Council. He's going with the feelers. What's his reason? F-E-E-L-E-R-S, because they don't think, they just feel. Oh, Right. Feelers. The woke people do um, not think with reason and logic. They feel or they 
think with their feelings. They are only for diversity as they feel it should be at any given moment, equity as they feel at any given moment, and inclusion as they feel at any given moment. Hmm. These three words, known as DEI, are feelers' goals. They have no logical correctness to them, and they are goals because some feeler felt that something wasn't fair for them at some point in their shallow, meaningless, protected life. This word also fits not nicely with Kenny's vocabulary, where he calls someone a shirt tucker. Using that same tone, GLers would call someone a bunch of feelers. I really like where he's going, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but I, I'm not sold on the actual word itself. But I think his the direction he's going is spot on. Well, then, I'm willing to continue this you know, through tomorrow. I don't want to go much longer than that. But here's then some new counsel to people who want to wrestle with this. When I think of the woke, I think of people who are destructive and mean. Hmm. I think of destructionists, mean-spiritedness. Evil intended. Evil intended. Evil doers. They're out to destroy. They're out to diminish. They're out to deconstruct. Deconstruction. When you, that's like demolition is easy. What? Well, the hard part's putting it back together. Uh-huh. So, okay. Destruction. Yeah, I have one yeah. more here. Let me, can I go back to pious before you move yes. on? Yes. Yeah. I, I did look it up, and one of the meanings of pious is marked by sham or hypocrisy mm. or self-conscious virtue. Mm. So, But who among us knew that? Not me. I, I thought it was what Joe said. And it is. That's one of the Same definitions here. also, what Joe said. But, but self-conscious virtue, is that what you said? Yeah. yeah, marked by self-conscious virtue, by sham or hypocrisy. Sham and hypocrisy works. Virtue Elmer, doesn't. Elmer Gantry. No? They're, these are not, they're not good people. I'll say. Right. That's the problem with trying to come up with a name. They're not saviors by any stretch of the imagination. They bring nothing to the goodness of the world. Nothing. They offer nothing. Well, your timing is perfect. Why? Because I was going to spring this on you today. This morning, Joe, your Minnesota DFL party Mm -hmm. made a giant announcement. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. They tweeted this out at 8.30 this morning. Breaking news. The DFL party is launching the Wellstone Academy, Mm. a paid organizing fellowship to train the next generation of Minnesota political organizers. Mm. Going into 2024, we're doubling down on our commitment to grassroots organizing. You can learn more below at dfl.org slash Wellstone. Wellstone followers will learn the ins and outs of electoral organizing through weekly virtual classes and interactive assignments, ultimately gaining the skills and knowledge to work on professional, political, and electoral campaigns in the 2024 cycle and beyond. Wow. I'm signing us all up. This is a paid is that, gig. Is that uh, using some surplus money? Oh, I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. I would imagine so. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you don't need to be a political professional to join the Wellstone Academy. This program that's is, for sure. is aimed at folks who want to work professionally in politics and in the future are either just getting started or have less than two cycles of paid campaign experience. Well, oh, this one is go. this one's kind of interesting too. Thank you, uh, Chris. You're welcome. Yeah. 
Uh, Joe, this is from Jay Leary. I appreciate your concern over the term woke as those who claim the title are anything enlightened. Perhaps a more suitable title is profoundly unhappy, mean-spirited inflamers or pumsies. 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 If you'd like. Investigators or insiders could replace inflamers. Pumsies. Profoundly unhappy, mean-spirited inflamers. Interesting. Pumsies. I like the word pumsies. Pumsie works. <laughs> Regressives work. What else do we have that worked? Uh, the delusions work. <clears throat> Although delusion might not work. Doesn't delusion suggest that you... You really believe in something, but it's it, it it's not coming true for you. Well, so, yeah. but these the woke don't believe in anything except destruction. But they Change. are delusional. They're very delusional. They're they delusional they can, in the sense that we they think we should buy what they're up to. They think they have the power to control. The weather, the climate. Yeah, that's true. They are delusional. They right. think delusion that, is, remains in the fold. They delusion. think that battery-operated cars are going to work in this climate. When uh, after John Heights news, we'll turn to a second batch of emails that was also hefty, and that is GLers rising in opposition and outrage to this call for the ban of lawn and garden equipment that's gas-powered. <laughs> but uh, first, we're going to take this time out. Well, not until I tell you about Linda Keller and Keller Tax Services. Your tax is done. Uh, I owe Linda an apology. Yes, you do, Chris. First yes, of all, you do. I called her Lisa at the uh, Garage Logic 1000th podcast event at 30 Bells. <laughs> that was, that was number one. That, that I was very upset about because I know well, what Linda's huh? first name is. I don't know why I called her Lisa. Secondly, Kenny asked me yesterday, where yeah. is she located? And I said Forest Lake. I was pulling that out of my butt. I, okay. She is technically in Sock Center, which is actually pretty close to. Puts uh, her very close to me, and she is going to be my new test gal. Well, good for you, You Linda. know, I didn't want to say anything. You get to deal with Kenny. I didn't think 320 was Forest Lake. I was, you know, it's I think I did six a, five one. I yeah, pulled the Joe. You know, it's, it's it's up there. St. Cloud. What's the number at EcoFund? Look it up. Three two zero three five two zero zero one three is the phone number for Linda Keller and Keller Tax Service. Uh, she's probably very upset that she picked me to do her ads, but she's been doing this for twenty well, years. We can change that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she has also perfected the virtual tax appointment. It's safe oh. document exchange, encrypted and secure, and it's also the confidence of a professional with the convenience of staying right at home. She also has competitive pricing to do it yourself software. And here's the deal. She's available weekends. Saturday are filling up fast, but she is available for evening and Saturday appointments. And she's offering GL listeners an extra 10% off preparation fees if they book their appointment by March 1st. Don't wait till the last minute. Get it done now. You can also visit her website, KellerTaxService.com. Maybe tell her Kenny sent you on today's ad. Not, not that Reavers <laughs> sent you, but Keller Tax Service. Linda is the best. She'll take care of you and your family. Tell her you heard about her here on the Garage Logic Podcast.
our limit uh, walls put on, we have to have EV cars by what, 2030? 35, wasn't it? 20, was it 30? Yeah, you're right. I think it was 35. It's 2035. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> I'm beginning to think these morons think we're going to have our own air. The Minnesota air is going to be completely different than Wisconsin air. We got really good air over here. Yes. Boy, they would really be stupid if they thought that. But Matt, you know what? They are. They are. Well, that's. I got news for y'all. Hello. It's happening. Um, we're going to Johnny here. Ruck, you want to lay down Minnesota Masonic here? Yes. I, I thought I was supposed to do. Uh, you are, oh. but we're going to do it. Oh, here. we're going to do Ruck and then. Because we're not on right now. We're not on right oh, now. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood. She's I a chilly one today. Apologize if you were offended. It's going to be 30s. hot tamale. Thirties this weekend, sir. I know. Storm next weekend. I'm saying. You know what I did? I was chopping ice yesterday because that's a sign of extraordinary boredom. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Chopping ice on the driveway, and I had a shovel, so I would chop and break off some hunks, Scoop. and then I would use the shovel to scoop them up and get yeah, rid of them. Sure. And and I went to stab this. It was time for the scraper again, so I went to stab the shovel. And what I thought was the snowdrift. Mm-hmm. Well, it had become solid ice. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And it bounced back on me. I think I broke my hand. Jeez. You got to be careful out <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. You know, you're not a... When you scoop said chopped ice, do you throw it into the snow or do you throw it in the street? Snow. Ooh, I go street. Street. Let yeah, her melt. Let you her know melt what? Down. I want the earth to have the water. You are at the age, though, where opening a can of soda could break your wrist. It's not so, that bad, but you've got a really start it hit right here yourself. on the meat, the, on the meat below the thumb. Ooh, that oh, hurts. Ah, I think we need body cam footage of you 24 <laughs> 7. Yeah, a strap to just me. in case something happens. <laughs> Rook, you ready? I'm ready. I am rolling. Oh, just dry. Yeah. Here we go. Got it. Got it. You know, for the past week, let's recap. I've been telling you about the Minnesota Masonic Charities. They do a fantastic job. And remember, we started out by talking about the Da Vinci Code books and how secretive they are. Well, that's not always the case. Remember, um, they have granted more than $1 million annually. This is annually, Minnesota Masonic Charities. They're the largest private scholarship program in the state of Minnesota. We also learned about how when you get older, uh, they have a home for... It's a wonderful place. It is ranked number one in the state. So they're taking care of their old people. And remember, if you have a child that needs a little bit of help, you're really going to be worried about how they are going to. Well, Minnesota Masonic, they do that for free. They will care for that child. And they do it for free. That way you have peace of mind. Minnesota Minnesota MasonicCharities.org. It's MNMasonicCharities.org. Click on there. Look for the services. See the great things they do with scholarships, taking care of the old people, and building hospitals. The secret is out, baby. Minnesota MasonicCharities.org. Thank you. Yes. He didn't send me any copy, so. Are we ready? Mm. Nope. Not quite. Well, who now is doing it? Oh, I gotta, I gotta edit. Jesus! Now we got to piss in the boat. <clears throat> okay, and then John, yes, if you could do, um, gotcha. Thank you. Gotcha. 
Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, rolling. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's John Hyde. Thank you, Joe. This uh, news update brought to you by Air Mechanical. Uh, before I get to the news, let me tell you about Air Mechanical. They've been around since 1985, and they can help you out with lots of stuff. Heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical needs, drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality. They serve the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you covered with furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and lots more. They operate with full integrity, doing things the right way, not the easy way, employing top trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. Their Total Solutions membership, pretty cool deal to have. It's like having air mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanical running smoothly. We would love it if you would give Air Mechanical a shout for any heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. Call or book online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. In the news, Minneapolis police are investigating an overnight shooting after two people were found dead and another injured. According to police, the victims were in two separate locations, but within a block of each other in the city's uptown neighborhood. Investigators are still working to figure out if the two cases are related and what else happened. Officers called to 28th Street and Colfax Avenue around 1130 Wednesday, found a man and a woman inside of a car saying both of them had been shot. They say the man died at the scene. The woman is fighting for her life at an area hospital. Police add they found a gun on the man inside the car. Then, just a few minutes after that, officers called down the street to Bryant Avenue for a man who had gunshot wounds inside of an apartment building hallway. Police say that man, who was in his late 20s, also died at the scene despite life-saving measures being provided. Uh, Sergeant Garrett uh, Patton, uh, Parton, excuse me, of the Minneapolis Police Department says they don't know what led up to the shootings or any of the motives that were involved. You're asked if you have any information or video of the incident, including ring camera video, to contact Crime Stoppers at 800-222-8477. Just a little quiet night in the old Mill City, huh? So let's get rid of those Damn lawnmowers. What are we doing in downtown St. Paul? Are you cover that one? We got a little car chase down I got there? it. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Just, I got one more story in between. Yeah. And as you'll see, they're somewhat connected, but not yeah. really. You'll see what I mean. Citizens of Monticello will be unable to visit City Hall as well as the city's community and senior centers for the foreseeable future after a vehicle hit the building. According to a city spokesperson, facilities within the community center are closed out of precaution today. Spokesperson said the vehicle hit the entrance of the building. No other details were immediately provided by city staff. Wright County Sheriff's Office is investigating that crash. Uh, meanwhile, what Joe is talking about, a Jeep crashed into a bar in downtown St. Paul on Wednesday following an afternoon chase with police officers. Three people have been arrested. St. Paul police were called a little before 4.30 in the afternoon to the 300 block of Luella Street. Reports of two vehicles shooting at each other, oh. according to a news release from Sergeant wow. Mike Ernster. <laughs> wow. I know the city very well. I don't know Luella Street. I don't know Luella Street. One of the vehicles was described as a black Jeep, and officers found it traveling west on Minnehaha Avenue East from Rush Street North with a broken-out back window. The Jeep drove away after officers tried to conduct a traffic stop and went on to Interstate 94, leading to a chase. The Jeep exited onto 6th Street, continued west, 
hit a car driving north on Wall Street before crashing into the Oxcart Alehouse in the northwest corner of Wall Street and 6th Street. Nobody injured in the crash. Two 18-year-old men and one 17-year-old boy who were in the Jeep were arrested. Why are we calling him the 17-year-old boy? Uh, we really have to adjust this 18-year-old thing. Yeah. Okay, sorry, John. Investigators think the vehicle was stolen from St. Paul and the bullet casings were located at the original shooting scene and inside the Jeep. The Jeep contained a Glock handgun, according to police. The gun had a switch that allows it to fire as an automatic weapon. Police are still investigating the shooting. Three suspects were booked on suspicion of offenses related to the chase, shooting, and gun possession, according to a press release. Oh, from hell, they're out by police. now, aren't they? So, um, question yeah. for, for y'all. Um, yeah. uh, today, there's a rally um, of supporters um, supporting new gun laws at the Minnesota State Capitol. They mm -hmm. want um, bigger more in-depth um what is it called when they uh uh background checks that's what they're called they want more in-depth background checks and they want to be able to take away guns from people that are basically mentally uh unsound do you think any of last night's yesterday's incidences will be brought up on the capitol grounds at that rally today? no zero no no do you think these not. new increased measures these new uh, gun control proposals will have will curb crime in any way zero no yeah what are they going to do about guns in the hands of outlaws well i was thinking too kenny there's a series of um promoting bringing the family on down to downtown both in minneapolis and st paul you'll see them on local television you'll also see it on social media you know had nice family having a little Something to eat on the patio. Would you have been involved in that car chase in St. Paul last night before the wild game or after it? Before. I think, I think it was before. Uh, four o'clock in the before, afternoon. Four, yeah, it was yeah, four yeah. thirty. Yep. Well, they had so. to get home in time for dinner. That's why they had to get the shooting out of the way, Joe. Well, well, well the wild game didn't even start till damn near nine o'clock. No, it was the second game of a uh, where is it, Rook? Uh, White Bear. Oh, yeah, I see Larkin it. Bear. Yeah. You're listening yeah. to the show. Yeah. That's Joe looking at Rookie's computer. No, I got it. I got it. Copy. Yeah. Well, I was curious, too. Yeah. A woman, a woman who is convicted of murdering her six-year-old son will spend the rest of her life in prison. 29-year-old Julissa Thaler Not learned, long enough. learned her future this morning for the death of Eli Hart in Hennepin County Court. There's no possibility for parole, according to state law. No fines or fees were implemented. After victim impact statements were read during her 9 o'clock this morning sentencing hearing, Judge Jaquam asked Thaler if she wanted to speak. Thaler said yes. She said, quote, I'm innocent. Bleep you all. You're all garbage. Oh, really? Wow. Mm. Nice to see you, honey. The Hennepin County Sheriff's Office warning Minnesotans about thinning ice after several vehicles recently fell into Lake Minnetonka. Because of multiple incidents in the past few days, the Sheriff's Office urged people to remove their ice houses from Lake Ice as soon as possible. When frozen over lakes are never completely safe, officials say recent above average temps and rain have made it more important to use caution when or around ice. The Department of Natural Resources says all ice houses have to be off lakes by 11.59 p.m. on March 6th for central and southern Minnesota. However, the uh, Sheriff's Office reiterated its recommendation to do so as soon as possible. 
more uh, ice safety guidelines available from the DNR's website. You would, you would hope the guys that have houses out would realize that because it has been a really bad year for ice, especially in the Twin Cities metro area. Is that due to the snowpack, Kenny? Or what? Yeah. yeah, the snow that fell after we started building ice and it insulated and then it got warm and made everything on top sloppy. Then it refroze, then it snowed on top of that, and it's just one thing after another that led to a bad season. I was wondering, because when I saw this this morning, is this a case of people aren't paying attention or we got too many dummies with fish houses or what is this? I, I, it's just, I, I wonder that myself, if it's changing ice conditions on Minnetonka or if, it's, if there's water flow underneath. But uh, I would assume that my people would, would have their finger on the pulse and know where the ice is at. But sure. I guess it changes quickly, I guess. We still have, a, you know, the two feet of ice up here. A Rochester woman charged with storming the U.S. Capitol building is now accused of violating the conditions for release after she attended congressional hearings and posed for pictures with members of Congress last week. Victoria White faces federal charges for her involvement in the riots on January 6, 2021. She was expected to plead guilty last Friday but rejected a plea deal at the last minute. During a court hearing in Washington, federal prosecutors and the judge expressed frustration after learning Whitehead returned to Capitol Hill and posted pictures on social media. One prosecutor saying it appears she's openly flaunting the terms of her release. Those conditions stated that White must stay away from Washington, D.C., except for scheduled court hearings. White's attorneys argued last week the conditions did not specify that she specifically stay away from Capitol Hill. White's decision to reject the plea deal after traveling from Minnesota to Washington caught the court by surprise. The judge in her case said White was cavalier with the rules, was not forthcoming about her intentions at the nation's capital. The judge added new conditions to her release, banning her from the Capitol building unless she gets prior approval. White is one of nine defendants from Minnesota facing criminal charges. Thus far, only three have pled guilty, receiving sentences ranging from probation to six months in prison. Was she, uh, I didn't have the sound up when they played this on the news this morning. During this uh, insurrection or whatever the hell we're calling it, was she trying to stop people from going in the building? Uh, that I did them? not see in any of the stories that I looked at I today. I thought I saw footage of her trying to tell these people not to go in, um, mm. and, and they were just pushing her aside. You know, it helps to have the sound up during news stories, doesn't it? I think so. Well, yeah. you can, but you can make up your own story if you don't. Well, they're talkies better that way. to me. Yeah, they're talkies, talkies. to me. <laughs> Just announced Tesla is recalling 362,000 U.S. vehicles because its full self-driving software could cause a crash. That, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the agency said the Tesla software allows a vehicle to, quote, exceed speed limits or travel through intersections in an unlawful or unpredictable manner, increasing the risk of a crash. Tesla will release an over-the-air software update free of charge. Tesla said it's not aware of any injuries or deaths that may be related to this recall issue. Uh, John, Tesla makes electric vehicles, correct? That's correct, uh, Mr. Reavers. Joe, did you hear the latest? What's that, Chris? On electric vehicles? No. No exhaust. No diesel smell. Right. The bus has Wi-Fi. And even oh, USB outlets next to every seat. Oh, I mean, oh come on, God. imagine. You can charge your phone on your way home from work. 
Oh, that's good stuff. Christ, because you can't can, do that in your own car. No. I can charge a phone in my car. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Exactly. Can I introduce a random thought about what the third hell rail? was that? Okay. Yes, Joe. Is that from the American Flyer visit? Yeah, I believe so. Bus, yes, bus, yes. Uh, deal. Uh, I've often said that uh, given the, the Trump trouble that he's supposedly in about classified documents, among other things, I've said for more than a year now, nothing will come of it. Nothing. Okay. Uh, here's the latest. Uh, Trump's attorney testimony. So let me just read you the lead. Uh, New York Times piece. Federal prosecutors overseeing the investigation into former President Donald Trump's handling of classified documents are seeking to pierce assertions of attorney-client privilege and compel one of his lawyers to answer more questions before a grand jury, according to two people familiar with the matter, adding an aggressive new dimension to the inquiry and underscoring of the legal peril facing Trump. He faces no legal peril. This is this is life on the third rail. You'll be 10 minutes late paying your property taxes. I'm done. Your ass will be kicked. Yep. Yep. But this will go on yeah. for 10 years because yeah. this is not real, folks. What's going on in Washington is not real and has nothing to do with us. I don't care if it's Trump or Biden or Hunter Biden or Donald Trump or whatever. Nothing will come of these investigations because these people are the truly privileged people in this country. You'll be 10 minutes late on your property I'm taxes. Done. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, just a random thought I wanted to throw okay. in. Gotcha. gotcha. Well, you might be late paying your income tax because I'm sending people to Forest Lake and Linda's yeah. over in Yeah, Sunnyside. close enough. Uh, speaking of uh, Donald Trump in the 2020 election, a special grand jury in Georgia uh, announcing this morning they believed several witnesses lied under oath during the Nothing investigation. Nothing will come of this either. Of former pre President Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election defeat, according to excerpts released this morning, the grand jury also concluded there were no widespread. Uh, there was, excuse me, no widespread fraud in the election, despite Trump's claims, and delivered recommendations on indictments to some of the folks that did testify. Those recommendations will remain sealed for now, pursuant to a judge's order. You know what they have? They have a maze. It's a maze. And you start to walk yeah. through the maze, and it's never ending. You ain't out. But you'll be ten minutes late on your property taxes. You Toast. don't get a maze. No, nope. you don't get fine. a maze. I get a fine. That's right. Meanwhile, in Russia, it's happened again. A high-ranking oh, Russian defense official in the war against Ukraine was found dead Wednesday after falling, falling from a 16th Why floor window. Why those people are clumsy, aren't they? Why are they so close <laughs> to the window? All I the would time. never go near a window if I was that clumsy. 58-year-old Marina Yakina was discovered by a passerby at the entrance of a high-rise on Zamshina Street in St. Petersburg. She's believed to have fallen 160 feet to her death. Oh, her personal uh, uh, we don't know. Was that. she opposed to Russia's invasion? Well, hang on, we'll, we'll get there. Hang on. Her personal belongings and documents found on a 16th floor balcony in the building. According to the preliminary investigation, it's believed she committed suicide. Oh, of course she did. Hold on. Uh, we don't know that. Uh, apparently, according to the reports, she called her ex-husband, told her what she was about to do. She said the man should summon the police to come there. No official motive has been released. The 58-year-old was said to be struggling with health problems. She was a key figure in the funding of Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine, head of the Financial Support Department of the Ministry of Defense for the Western Military District, which is closely involved in the invasion now. The Russian Investigative Committee confirmed Yakina's death and is leading the probe into her fatal fall. Not much had been heard from her since the start 
of that war. See, if the so. U.S. is Russia and you had this Trump problem, just think how many attorneys oh, and man. judicial Woo! authorities would be bumped off by now. Because they make stuff happen in Russia. Right. You know, you you got problems in Russia, you're, you just die. You're 10 minutes late on your taxes. Oh, you're done. You just die. <laughs> they have bad luck, don't they? You don't get the third assistant lawyer to re-interview the people during a detainee function. Right. Yeah, but on the <laughs> other hand, I could think of a few people that I wouldn't mind if they fell out of a window. Wow. Uh, <laughs> we can all think of those people. Let's move right along here. Uh, yesterday, Sometimes I entertain dark thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I think we all do, Kenny. <laughs> News that uh, we uh, we saw right after we quit recording yesterday, Raquel Welch, the big screen star of the 60s and 70s, who gained fame oh. in various movies, died after a brief illness. Welch's career spanned more than 50 years, 30 films, and scores of TV series and appearances, including about a dozen visits to The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson that spanned two decades. She was born Joe Raquel Tejada, on September 5th, 1940, in Chicago, her family moving to San Diego when she was a toddler. She attended San Diego State on a theater arts scholarship, got her start as a local TV weathercaster before she landed some guest shots on TV series like McHale's Navy, Bewitched, The Virginian, and others. Her breakout role in films came as Cora in the 1966 sci-fi pick Fantastic Voyage, which also starred Stephen Boyd, Edmund O'Brien, and Donald Pleasance. It followed the adventures of a group of people who were miniaturized along with a submarine and injected into the bloodstream of a nearly assassinated scientist in an effort to save his life. Was she miniaturized? Yes. In that they, movie? Okay. They all were, yes. Never seen that one, huh? Don't ruin it for me. I, I thought if I did, I don't remember it. I thought the breakout role, though, was that caveman thing. Well, she starred right after that in One Million Years B.C., 1966 mm -hmm. British film. Yeah. Uh, nope. Numerous other films followed, Bedazzled, Bandolero, The Very Weird, Myra Breckenridge, uh, Mother, Jugs, and Speed, oh, Kansas City Bomber. Bandolero, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, she Talk was the, uh, the female yeah. with all the James Stewart. And what was her guys. given name at yeah. birth? Joe Tejada, Joe Hot Raquel damn. Tejada. Hot damn. No, I'm well. sorry, Kenny interrupted and I didn't hear you. <laughs> uh, Joe Raquel Tejada, J-O. Tejada. I wonder, was she Tejada. Hispanic, I wonder? I'm sure she was, yeah. Yeah. Of her German. background, certainly. Well, I know she, it's not German. She also won a Golden Globe as uh, uh, for Best Actress in The Three Musketeers in 1974. Uh, her film career ebbed by the late 70s, and she began to do more TV work. She was in Mork and Mindy with Robin Williams in 1979. Among her higher-profile roles of that era, the title character in The Legend of Walks Far Woman, the 1982 NBC movie about a woman who kills her abusive husband. Another was in Right to Die, in which she top-lined as a successful woman whose life has changed forever after an ALS diagnosis. That role earned her a Golden Globe nomination. Raquel Welch was 82 years old. She was born in Chicago. She was the first child of Armando Carlos Tejada Urquizo really? and Josephine Sarah Hall. Her father, Armando Tejada, oh. was an aeronautical engineer from La Paz, Bolivia. I'll be dead. There you go. Yeah. All right. Very and good. She was not seen dancing in an Elvis movie or in a Dean Martin movie. That was, yeah. in fact, and Margaret. We all just ignored you yesterday. For, for you some that. reason, I get those two confused uh, on the regular. I don't understand what? why. Her cousin, a Bolivian politician, became the first female president of Bolivia. I'll be damned. Yep. There you go. I'll be damned. Offshoot of the Ukraine war that Russia probably didn't see coming, Viagra will no longer be shipped into Russia. 
pharma giant Vietris, which makes the popular drug, said it was suspending supplies due to the war in Ukraine. That'll show them. However, the Russian government vowed to ensure its men still get access to drugs with the same active ingredients. Even before the Viagra ban, Russian companies making male impotence drugs with the uh, with sildenafil have increased production by 11%. Sales have also risen by 15%. What What are some of those other um, drugs called? Um, Such, what are you on? What are you using? I don't uh, have those. Oh, discuss that. talking frog. Yeah, I'd no. much rather really have a talking frog. I'm sorry, frog. my performance will be yet. I have. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a warning. This is usually where we have humorous kickers right at the end of the newscast. Yeah, because yeah, you're wrapping I, it up to, here, aren't you, John? I, I am, and I have two stories. Uh, All right, they're they're they both involve death, though. But yeah. they're they're weird enough that okay. I thought they, they should sure. they should be in this segment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A man attempting to steal a catalytic converter from a parked SUV in Southern California was run over and killed when the vehicle's sleeping driver woke up and started to drive away. Oh. <laughs> the death occurred Tuesday evening what? in a retail parking lot in Palmdale. Arriving deputies found a Ford excursion partially backed out of a parking stall, a man lying on the ground, and a smaller vehicle in the next stall. Apparently, the excursion driver was taking a little nap. The smaller vehicle pulled up, and one of four people inside got out and began sawing the catalytic converter off the Ford. Well, the victim heard some noises, woke up, and thought they had to move their car. Put it in reverse, ran right over the guy. Wow. Suspect well. was pronounced dead at the hospital. The driver called 911, got medical help for the suspect, but it was too late. How dumb were the robbers that they didn't see the guy in the car? Exactly. And they all uh, they all stuck around, and they have not been charged. So, yeah. anyway. And... This one, I'm sorry. A man died after a leash of his pet dog got caught in a subway train door at a station of Metro Rail in Washington, D.C. Oh, boy. Huh. How fast was he running? In the, <laughs> in the latest. <laughs> I was going to do this story without laughing, Joe. Damn you. This latest I'm update. Clark Griswold. I'm picturing this yep. guy just flying. <laughs> poor poor yep. little puppy. Yep. Metro, hey, no, the puppy's fine. The dog got inside the train, but he didn't. The dog is fine. Metro Transit Police said video showed a leash appeared to be tied to the person. The oh. leash, though, was caught in the door, causing the man to be dragged on the platform and onto the tracks when the train oh. took off. Oh. Man, man was brought to the hospital. Unfortunately, he succumbed to his injuries. Meanwhile, the dog was left inside the train with no ID. Police said the pet, which is now under its care, does not appear to be a service animal and was not yeah. harmed. Wow. Metro Rail's website displays a list of Metro rules and manners for riding smart. Unfortunately, there are no rules concerning that's dogs about, or that's other a, pets. That's about the only thing that could make it worse, is if we found out if it was a service dog. Yeah, that'd now, be tough. That'd right? be, that'd that be would tough. be, that'd, that'd be, be horrible. Tough. Come here, boy. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your daddy? Where's I, have a your much, daddy? I have a much brighter note. Pre-season oh, sale. Pre sale on all electric bikes and scooters underway at EcoFun Motorsports in both Forest Lake and Burnsville, featuring the Beach Star step-through electric bike, the Sea Star trail electric bike, uh, the Bintelli bikes, all kinds of electric bikes. Their sale prices are fantastic. The gas scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure are 100 to 300 bucks off, plus free storage until spring, which is just around the corner. All electric scooters, three to $500 off, plus 
free storage until spring and lowest price of the year on remaining 2022 Vespa scooters. They also have some remaining 2022 Aprilia and Moto Guzzi motorcycles in stock on sale for up to three grand off while they last. And they have this Vanderhall. Just do yourself a favor and go to ecofundmotorsports.com and look at the Vanderhall USA models. They're really, uh, they're weird. But they're so weird, they're cool. You'd have to have one. Right. Hundred and ninety-five horsepower, and uh, all you need is a uh, driver's license. You don't need special testing. But it is undeniably one of the world's great toys, along with all the youth recreational equipment, golf courts, service apparel, golf courts, no golf carts, all at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, on Highway ninety-seven, just west of Interstate thirty-five, and in Burnsville. On the uh, County Road of Life near what? County Road? Uh, no, not the County Road. The Service Road of Life near County Road 42. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Kenny. Kenny, look at the Vanderhall. Go to no, EcoFun. I, I, I actually looked it up yesterday. I yeah. did. I yeah. think I want one. What would you, you would. use it for? Uh, running around gotta run to town you need a run into town vehicle yeah if you don't get hit by a stolen car that's crashed into an ox cart alehouse you can run to town uh you doing a keller tax service today he did hello you, you did it already god he needs the he needs coins holy shit are you okay i can never tell which show we do stuff on if it's the off-air show we do or the on that was an on air ad, I did, um, and I don't remember you doing an ad. Okay, sorry, I don't hang on your every word. No, I, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> well, I thought that was putting you down. <laughs> I'm used to it on this show. <laughs> oh, it was unkind. No matter what I say, I love all you guys, okay? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't appear that way. Don't I know. Stupid <laughs> bastard. It's good, it's good thing you're so goddamn smart. Yeah. I mean, genius level smart. M- Mr. Mensa. I don't want to do sports on the air. Are you but talking to me? Who are you talking to? You, Mr. Mensa. Oh, you bastard. I've been studying the wild. I hate you. I lied, Kenny. It's not for lack of effort. They are just cursed. They cannot put the biscuit in the basket. And now they're getting afraid to shoot. Eckberg, what's that guy's name? Esther Eckberg, or the Eckberg guy with two Lambert. names? Eck, Eckerk. Erickson Eck. Yeah. Had a shot last night, all alone. Wouldn't take it. He passed. I, I mean, these guys are not shooting the game, the puck. Gatsky skate didn't score on any of the shots. Somebody he didn't take. a while ago, it might have been West Walls, said it's tough to judge a team this time of the year, like right before the trade deadline, because everyone's trying to do too much. Well. They're, they, they've done too. Sense. They've too much their way out of the playoffs. Right. But end of the day, they're not in the playoffs. I think it was Walls. Maybe he said it with. And Pat. they're on a seven-game home streak, and they're squandering it. They can't score. Well, thank God that game didn't start till nine o'clock. Second. It was the second game of a TNT doubleheader. Got a one share, I'm sure. Oh, I bet it did better than that. Hey, what's with Bally? If they go out of business, no twins on TV? No, they'll, they'll, uh, this has happened before with what's that? What was the thing before Fox Sports North? Any ads coming up here? 
ask a question and then just that's you know, right. Don't even sit around. Are we done here with answer. ads? Huh? No. Huh? 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 Let's go here. Hang on. I can still end this by one thirty. I think everybody just keep talking as Joe tries to end it. John, you got any big plans for the weekend? Well, I'll tell you something, Chris. <laughs> Uh, what are you doing? Kenny, looking next. at oh, Konstantin no, Michalski. He was a Polish Catholic theologian and what philosopher. What God's name? Why? What were you going to say, John? I was going to ask a question, but I'll ask after we quit recording. <laughs> Is it sensitive? Rook, you'll love this. No, it just involves next Wednesday, I'm assuming we're on. The, even uh, though. Cup, stemmed from hey, 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 let's go. Very what? quickly. Very oh, quickly. no. no. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was asked yeah. on this trip, oh, tell me about the show. Yeah. I gave a brief Got explanation. It. And and then he was he was listening while he was doing whatever. And then Who said this? A person that was in this traveling party on this trip. Oh. And then uh, he wanted to know a little bit about each of us. And he wanted to know about you. And I said, well, here's what you need to know about Rook. This was yep. before my time on the show. But Joe had laid down the gauntlet about you got to pay attention to what I'm doing. Yep. And after a stern warning about his job performance, three minutes later, he walked around the corner and Rookie was measuing his own head. <laughs> I bet the guy was very impressed. He by thought that. that was the funniest damn thing he'd ever seen. He heard. didn't. This guy didn't think no. it was funny. He didn't see the humor. Well, I do now. I know, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> There Didn't you lock num- yourself in Johnny's office once and get on the on the intercom? That's when you wanted me to read. Um, <laughs> you demanded that I read an article. Yeah. And I don't remember what the article was. Right. And you locked me in his office, but I got on the intercom and said, I'm not reading. <laughs> not right now. I'm on the intercom. <laughs> um, I know how to push your buttons. There's a really? I know. I know. number of sad. pieces in today's paper that um, you're not bringing up. Is that on purpose? What, the Greta Thunberg piece? Thunberg, I'm warming, not that up. warming seas, I carving up, that up massive Antarctic no. glacier, no, Lake, Su- Lake Superior, well, scant that's, ice. That's an annual story with Lake Sense Superior. Message, transit safety, Met Council. Hey, are we ready here? Uh, China accusing U.S. Uh, of just, flying balloons. St. Paul, can they keep tree lovers and cyclists happy? There's a lot of stuff in today's paper. I know I've covered that extensively. Okay. Let me, let me, let me answer Joe's question too, before we go back. Uh, The commissioner said yesterday, if they can't uh, do their sports, their baseball stuff, that major league baseball will take over the broadcast. I don't know what that means, but that's what Manfred said. Would that be a good idea? Let's go. There was a, uh, bless it. A German band that tried to warn us about those balloons. Jesus. I saw that on Twitter a week ago. You. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I did that. I just stole it. This guy wears German many hats. Band, just German not band. indoors. Goodness, ready for this lick? This great. Don't use my name on the air. Okay, Fred. On the 210 episode, at about 16 minutes in, you raised the question about the status of Metro Transit's electric buses. As an employee of Metro Transit and a person charged with monitoring and tracking the electric bus program, well, buddy, I, I think you're kind of identifying yourself. I'd like to <laughs> offer some clarity. I'll get into more details below, but the eight electric buses are currently in service on the C line that runs from Brooklyn Center Transit to downtown Minneapolis. The eight electric XE60 buses built by New Flyer in St. Cloud 
entered service on, in June of 2019 and have been removed from service on three occasions since, the longest of which was for about nine months in 2021 when transformer issues in the eight depot chargers required them to re, be replaced under warranty. The buses themselves had early issues with their high-voltage batteries, powertrain acceleration program, and interior heating. As we move forward, it appears the battery-related issues are an ongoing challenge. Long story short, when the chargers work, the electric buses work well enough to run in service. However, and this is where the rubber meets the road, when compared to the diesel or hybrid buses, the electrics just can't accumulate the same amount of miles for several reasons, mainly battery capacity and agency reluctance to run on longer pieces of work which require frequent use of the on-route chargers of BCTC to produce range extension. Whew. To give you an idea, the electric buses so far are on track to accumulate only about half the miles that a similar diesel would over its lifetime. You may have heard that it takes about two electric buses to replace one diesel or hybrid. Well, so far that is true. What this means long-term is a larger fleet would be needed to cover the same amount of work, which is terribly expensive, not only for the higher purchase price, but also the longer-term maintenance express expresses. As a side note, uh, thanks. I'm a frequent listener, uh, and I've listened over the years, and I don't even want to say how old he is because I'm afraid he gave away too much information about himself. It's just more proof that the regressives can't link. I just tried out the, the regressive there. Hmm. Uh, Got a good sound to it. I'll save that for later. Steve writes, it turns out on your discussion on Wednesday's podcast regarding Zamboni's going electric was very timely. The electrification of the ice machines has already taken place in some areas of the metro. For the past six months, I have been doing some freelance sports writing, teamed up with my longtime friend and colleague from my WCCO sports days, photographer Rick Olson. I know Rick. With We played uh, media hockey together, with whom I believe you are acquainted. The publicate uh, for Eden Prairie Local News. The publication is a nonprofit community paper, currently online only, but with special print editions for election issues, etc. It was launched three years ago to fill the void, which occurred when the Sun Current newspapers merged. At any rate, Rick and I have covered two girls' high school hockey games during which the Zamboni conked out while resurfacing the ice. Ooh. It first occurred when Eden Prairie played Wyzetta at the Plymouth Ice Arena on Jan 3 and occurred a second time during the second intermission on Feb 3 in a game between Eden Prairie and Holy Angels at the Eden Prairie Community Center. Because reporting isn't what it used to be, I did not find out what caused the Zamboni kerfuffle in the game versus Wyzetta. The game was moved to an available rink within the facility and play resumed. The situation in Eden Prairie occurred on a busy Friday night when all three rinks were being used. The crew at Eden Prairie was able to get the forlorn rig started again long enough to get it off the ice and get a propane-powered Zamboni to finish the job. I spoke with event lead Dean Running about the Zamboni snafu, and his first words were, well, it's electric. Ooh. Yeah. Dean went on to say, well, there's more there. But you get the idea. We're not quite 
ready yet, are we? No. Uh, and then where was I? Oh. I believe uh, it, it's it's electric, boogie woogie. Adam it's believes like, that uh, Minnesota will become the Cuba of Zambonis. Uh, Unintended consequences okay. of the Zamboni law will be rigged up, well cared for, beautiful, one of kind Zambonis in Minnesota. Think about the cars in Cuba, but Zambonis instead. Oh, oh that's yeah. probably right. Huh? Huh? RNR specialties in that's Summit, right. Wisconsin. Uh, uh, on Summit, my trip, Wisconsin. I did see a, a vehicle that looked a little bit rough, and it said Uber. O O. B E R. And I said, you know, I think I'm going to pass. But yeah, you weren't on going. Cuba. No, I know, but I was in a, a different country. <laughs> this is, is headline Reavers is right. Thank what? God. Yeah. Here we go. This is from his mom. Mary, we're discussing the bill to ban gas lawn equipment. We all wonder when there will be pushback or a large outcry from the people who oppose these proposals. Speaking. For the four kids I used to have, they are working, raising kids, and do not read the paper or watch the news. They aren't paying any attention or even aware of much what goes on at the state capitol. It's no wonder the politicians do not feel the need to accept an invitation to be on your show. Who will hold them accountable? I hope enough Minnesotans wake up before it's too late. Told you, Rook. If we're going to become California, I might as well move because they have better weather. Well... As a dad, uh, Steve, aren't you? Can't you shake them up? They're your kids, it, but it doesn't matter. That's that's the whole point. Is these his kids? They're le leading their lives just the way they want to. They don't want to be bothered with this crap. Well, don't they realize how crimped they're going to become? How crimped? Probably they're getting? not until it's too late. But that's the problem that we face: is not enough people are paying attention. Brian Mature writes, in order to push back against the left's plan to ban gas lawnmowers and other yard equipment, we need to play their game. You know, I've said this before. He's right. Show up at the Capitol with ass statistics to wake them up to us how ridiculous it is. If gas-powered equipment isn't allowed, it needs to be scrapped, right? Just how using your leaf blower for two minutes to blow the leaves out of your garage puts out as much emissions as 5,000 F-150s driving from L.A. to New York. Scrapping all this gas-powered equipment will create a pile as high as 10 U.S. bank stadiums, or it would cover the entire state of Rhode Island. And since Tim Walls looks up to and copies California like his really cool older brother, I have a scary thought. Yes, scary. Our next president being Gavin Newsom with Tim Walls oh. as his VP. Once again, we would long for the previous administration, pushing back but not leaving and making Minnesota more blue. Mike Schoonover, be, uh, um, Schoonover sent us an interesting article talking about what's happening in California I and the, um, the amount of mechanics yes. and shops that will be put out of business. 60,000, something like alarming, that. Alarming, yep. disturbing amount. Yeah. <clears throat> well, i tell you what. Gavin Newsom for president. He's a bad guy, too. He's a phony. Only because they come to us. Hmm. All the way from Marlith Park. Well, we still have about 10 minutes left. You don't have yeah. to wrap it up yet. And in Puma, I'd like to delve into traveling linemen. We're very underrepresented uh, at the yeah. Minnesota State Capitol. Yeah, I'd like to delve, delve into that, how... If you're on the conservative yeah. side of and the I, you, aisle, know what? you just there's nobody to represent you. I agree with Kenny. I also have a breaking news story. Uh, if you're a baseball fan, oh. uh, 
Tim McCarver has passed away. No, really? Eight, 81 years old. Yeah. He was? 81. Yep. My uncle taught Tim McCarver in high school. I knew. Really? I remember you telling us yeah. that. He was a uh, fine catcher when he played. Overrated uh, broadcaster. If you played for the me. Cardinals. <laughs> played for the Cardinals him? and Phillies. Yes. McCarver was in some Christian Brothers high school, either in St. Louis or oh. where was my, maybe Memphis. Where is McCarver from? Well, let me look. Missouri. Missouri. I don't think he was from St. Louis. I think my uncle taught for a while in uh, Memphis. He was uh, born in from Illinois. Memphis, Tennessee, Joe. You are correct. He oh. went to uh, Christian Brothers High School. Look at that. Memphis. Yep. What about Mind, like I thought you said your grandparents were from Illinois. My grandparents? What did you say? Your grandfather talked to I'm talking about my uncle. Your uncle. That's what it was. Sod hut guy? That's it. No, different side of the family. Oh. Oh, I see. But my mom's family was from Alton, Illinois. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Home of? The big guy. Robert Wadlow. Robert guy, Wadlow, yeah. the giant. They used to see him get hauled around in the back of a pickup truck. Oof. He couldn't Tough fit days. in a car. Yeah. Tough way to make a buck. Joe, I have some personal information. Right, I mean, I if you've got some time uh, <laughs> about my search for uh, a used car, uh, I was going to drive up to Wadena this afternoon. On this day in 1855. <laughs> guy called me and said, oh, the oil light's on. Uh, you better not come up. She's not running right. Fair, a fair bull was platted on this day in 1860. So it's back to the old drawing board. Still looking for a car, Joe. <laughs> Email Kenny. <laughs> on this day in 1860, uh -huh. the Minnesota State Agricultural Society was they figured that they started that up. Yeah. In Farm 1864, the Wasika County Horse Thieves Detectives were organized in Ooh. Wilton. I'm sensing yeah. a theme. Thursdays this day in history doesn't get the same. Effort, one of several really such yeah. settler one of several such uh, settler colonist groups. It continued to hold social meetings after <laughs> 1880. And when horse thieving became a thing of the past, it focused its wait, energies on tracing wait. stolen cars. Wait, 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 wait. The horse Thief Association. What's up with those this is a repeat item. You did this same item a year ago today. What? I just this I don't remember much, what but I remember off. us but discussing it's February sixteenth. A year ago. Yeah, on sixteenth of Feb. So yeah, and they and all he'll repeat do it, he'll do it next year too. I, I get bet. you'll hear it next well, year. Well we can't we can't have that. Oh no, that, that's, that's the no beauty good. of this day You history. need a new history service. Oh, that's the beauty. Probably have the same so, record high I think too. the guy doing Thank the history you, service, he's too busy looking at giraffes and zebras no, and no. not paying attention to what no. we pay him no, for. He's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. <laughs> what about those horse thieves and those horseshoes? Is that what they were it was like They're trying to get the everybody uh, but the horses? The carburetor, what was it called? <laughs> Brooks, speaking of breaking news, uh, the inventor of the uh, the windshield factor passed away today. Oh, he was 82, but he felt like he was 64. <laughs> oh my god, that was a great novel. I can't think of the author's name, it was a local guy. It was called The Windshield Factor. It was a really good mystery. Did he feel like he was 64? No, oh. hey, uh, Such, how do you think the, the windshield uh, room? factor, John? How I'm much right now? Joe, That's would the Thomas roommate Gifford, Joe? Thomas, Thomas Gifford. Gifford? Yeah. 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 Well, would the roommate appreciate an old square body Chevy with yes. a big block in She'd it and straight that. pipes? She'd love that. Hmm. My turn? Pod MN on your smartphone. <laughs> GarageLogic.com. Just sign up for. Wrap it up, Brooke. We've been here all day. Come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> Online store. 
You all want to be replaced by golf courts. Just keep it up. More crap like this on our YouTube page. Go ahead and subscribe. More crap like that. I wouldn't refer to it like that. Let's get a lot of listeners to. Come on, man. Joe, you made it. It's 129. Had a boy. Yep. We're not done yet, though. That's a good point. Indictment watch. Trump grand jury recommends perjury developing. You want to bet nothing will happen? Nothing will happen. Nothing uh, will happen. All right, I got to run. I had that story in the news. See you, bros. Well, that's what made me have. Well, you sure are dumb, Suits. You didn't hear him say that on the news. I had it. What's wrong with you? Uh, Pay attention, coin bucket scan. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't hang on your every word, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get that. Yeah, please. Because uh, he's going to be gone for three. So I'm going to need some stuff. Stuff. That's right. Flip Olson. See you next Thursday. <laughs> Update from the garage logician Not with the Euphorian neighbor. Quite, sir. I just need. A Let me moment. ask you guys a question. I, I, I have. Uh, wait. Tell him to hang out. Rookie Kenny wants you for just one minute. Hurry up! <laughs> Hurry up! He's still. Ain't editing. you had enough of this stuff? <laughs> have among all of us have when it's time for a new vehicle in your house. Is it always you that has to make the purchase, the acquisition, the go, the find it and buy it and yep. do it all? Yep. Why don't you just buy one from him? It, it has been in it has been in the past, but now, okay. uh, like with McLaren's Jeep, yeah, yeah, I had to go in with her, go do all the stuff. At all that right. time, I had to co-sign with her. All right. The garage logician with the Mysterian neighbor. Don't you want to use a? Um, Weighs in with hold an on, update. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No. No? Okay, I know a couple guys. Okay. All right. No, we're not spending enough to Zero. just buy a, a broker. We got to meet. Weighs in with hold an on, update. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not a fast typer like I am, is he? Oh. <laughs> the garage logician with the Mysterian neighbor weighs in with an update on a snow blower purchase. All right. We're trying to replace the word woke. And we're getting closer. And we are one day closer. Yeah, do it that way. And we're one day closer. Okay. And John High News and uh, the Wild can't put the biscuit in the basket. <clears throat> Bill Guerin was interviewed between the first and second period last night. Yep. And the interview extended into the start of the period. Yeah. And it's, that's when Fleury gave up a real easy goal. <laughs> Guerin disappeared. <laughs> he's pretty honest when he's interviewed. Dead silence. I think old Andre's showing his age. Well, he's 40. Uh, that's not their problem, though. Their problem is they cannot score. It's not a lack of effort. I think they're well motivated. I think they're probably basically good guys, uh, but they, they sure as hell can't of, score. They shouldn't have traded Fiala. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen on the trading deadline. 
Well, they'll probably trade Dumbo, won't they? How about Hartman taking that one shot from Dumbo off the elbow the other day? Thank God Hartman got the goal, didn't he? Yeah. I don't, I don't think that would have felt well. Uh, either. Eh, pucks go off your elbow. Johnny? Yes, sir. Will you please oh, send you me a... stories. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I would have forgotten. Thanks for telling me. Yep. Bye, boys. See ya, Joe. See ya whenever. <laughs> whatever. Oh, uh, pillow tomorrow. Remember? Okay. Kenny, we're going to have that uh, Dan Pilla on again tomorrow. Tax guy. Okay. Yeah. So, Done. Kenny, we, we will be doing Wednesday, right? I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Yes, Chris. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, is it just me or are we reporting earlier this year? Not that I'm opposed to it by any means. It's usually, I actually, I told my kid, I thought it was late. I thought it was always like first week in February. Oh. No? Okay. Maybe I, I'm, I'm probably right. wrong. I have no idea. Right. I don't know. Always? Really? No, it was always the first week in March. March? No, it wasn't that late, was it? Well, because yeah. aren't they having a game this weekend? Yeah, it was know. always March. I thought it was Feb. Feb. Hmm. Well, hmm. You're right. Are, are there are all of these seasons so long just because of the money? Yes. Are they just of course, yes. yes. Yeah. Money, money, money. But it's funny, baseball's the only one where the players seem to be looking forward to being there. Because they're usually leaving colder weather to go to Florida or Arizona. Ouch. Um, show links. Okay, what are, what am I missing? Oh, I forgot to mark that time down. I almost got stuff for you, Chris. Really, I do. That's really, right. really, really, really. Kenny, good. I did send your seafoam things to Rob if he asks. Which helps out in Joe's absence next week as well. <clears throat> okay, I just sent him. Thanks, John. You're a my pal. pleasure. Well, not really my pleasure. It doesn't really give me any pleasure to do that, but you know. Right. I I feel you. Oh, I gotta run to the store and I really don't wanna. You should just drive. <laughs> I use that joke all the time at home and I get yelled at. That's not a joke. Right. Well, kind of. That's kind of like my wife says, I'm going to jump in the shower. And I always said, don't forget to turn on the water. Is that a joke? No. No, that's not either. Mm, Wait, don't no. forget to turn on the water. I don't get it. I'm going to jump in the shower. Like, I you know, don't know what she's. Oh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's not a good one. Yeah, that's, that's pretty not lame, a good Jeff. one either. And I'm saying that. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's pretty lame. <laughs> so last night, uh, Kenny Cavett, Dick Cavett. Yeah, you ready? 
How's yeah. this for a, a satchel page first? Okay. Cool. This was recorded in 1970. Wow. Lillian Gish, the silent really? second. Shut up. Wow. Third, oh, you, the best, save the best for last, last, Salvador Dali. It wow. was unbelievably weird, the whole show. Just, yeah. Uh, the, those are three separate shows, right? Oh, yeah, I agree. Yes. No, no. I mean, were they three separate shows? Oh, no, shows? no. That was one Dick Cavett show. Holy they, balls. They were all sitting wow. on the thing. Satchel Page, Lillian Gish, and Salvador Dali. That's a hell of a producer. Uh, in other news, I've really been beating myself up for being a, a bad dad. Um, my son, one of his jobs in or just out of high school was driving a Zamboni. Oh, yeah. And I didn't go watch him. And I am just killing myself now for not doing that. What a jackass. <laughs> and I always meant to. And it yeah. just never just never happened. Did he do that in high school, Kenny? God, how disappointing. I think he did it when he was in that when no, it was uh, that tech school he was in. Oh, gotcha. He had a few he worked at a country club running all their equipment and then uh had this job in the winter cool. and in the summer actually. Cool. Yeah, that would have been cool to see. Yeah, what a dumbass. How wow. cool would it be to have a picture of your kid driving a Zamboni? Yeah, That'd be pretty sweet. God, what an idiot. <laughs> he seemed to turn out all right anyway, but. <laughs> Think how much better he'd be if you'd have been there. I, I oh, couldn't agree more. No, I, I absolutely agree. How awesome. And I, I wouldn't have told him either. I would have just showed, just showed up, up and then yeah. I would have just been yelling and screaming while he was out on the ice and taking pictures and waving. <laughs> Get into the boards. <laughs> and embarrassing him. How, it would just would have been so awesome. And I didn't do, do it. I really owe him an apology. I should buy him something. Oh. <laughs> buy his love. My kid just bought a new guitar. I just bought two new guitars. We have three new guitars in the house in the last week and a half. <laughs> He bought a Paul Reed Smith that is stunningly gorgeous and sounds incredible. But he paid for that. I didn't. You need a safe. A safe? Hell, I think we're up to about 40 guitars in the house now. You need a vault door. What you, you, need. Need. you just need a separate house. I need an extra room. Yeah, my wife says we need an extra little cabin. I tell you what, guitars. John, this extra house I have is... I, I, I'm fighting every urge I have just to move in, just live up here about a thousand yards. Away. No, not even a thousand, 200 yards away. Oh God. I know. That'd be interesting. Yeah. 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 Good thing your wives don't listen. Our wives. Oh, mine would be on board. Yeah, yeah, get the hell out of here. Yeah, mine would be on board. Yeah, no, she wouldn't, couldn't care less. I wouldn't eat all the food and drink all the coffee and snore and hog the TV remote and everything I do. Sit around in my long johns like I own the place. I don't think we've watched TV together in... God. Well, we watched, I think we watched two movies maybe in the last six months together. That's it. 
Other than that, it's always separate rooms for TV. What has saved me um, when I know it's a losing battle that I've got no shot is uh, all the shows on YouTube and uh, whatnot that I watch in my phone. I just put the headphones on and, you know, watch <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson's farm or something. Uh, I have not seen that. I did see him taking a shot at James May the other day on Twitter. Something that was about funny. Yeah. And the great thing about doing that is when you have headphones on, um, you can act like you don't hear her. So you see her mouth moving, and it's like, well, sorry, what? Yeah, huh? hear you, yeah. I can't hear you. I'm wearing headphones. Uh, I used to listen to the show upstairs writing news with headphones on, so I could never hear her talking to me before she went to work. But then I quit listening to the show at home, so <laughs> don't tell Joe that. I can barely get through those episodes that Ross posts on uh, Twitter. I, I've, just you know what? Every I've day it's something. One. Yeah, every day it's just something embarrassing. And oh, awful. you're talking about the things. Yeah, I thought you meant the entire shows. No, I know what you mean. I know. I still haven't listened to that one with me and Mishki and Oak yet either, which I really should do. Oh, yeah. When was that posted? Eh, beginning of Feb. What platform is week. it on? Just Tommy's? Um, I don't know what he uses to be truthful. I have no idea. Well, how do you listen to it? Well, you just go to go to Google and go to the Mishki Road Show. <sighs> Mishki. Oh, what Road if show. you mentioned it? I apologize. What how, what did McCarver die of? Did he have an illness? Uh it said heart failure. So huh. it was just he was a shitty broadcaster. I'm sorry. He got worse too, and he wouldn't shut up as he got older. Well, I, my dad, I remember my dad bitching about him during the world's, the twins world series in 91. Yeah. Cause he said, this guy's a moron. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember, remember when he got into, bye Kenny. <laughs> and he's out. I just remember the fight he got into with Deion Sanders. Yeah. Well, Sanders, though, that was stupid. They I know. They were stupid. They were both stupid. 